0: this is baby boomer tails if I could just hit it down the right field line that ball will go forever okay here it comes Okay, I got it, 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 I got it. I can make it home. I can make it home. I can make it. I am calling this episode Baseball. When I was a boy, I loved baseball. I wanted to be a baseball player when I grew up. My favorite player was Mickey Mantle of the New York Yankees, and they were my favorite team. I collected baseball cards, especially the Yankees baseball cards. My good friend Wayne was a Milwaukee Braves fan, and my friend Terry was a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. I think when I was 10 years old, Pittsburgh Pirates broke my heart when they beat the Yankees in the World Series with Bill Mazeroski's famous home run. I lived and breathed baseball. All I could think and all I wanted to play was baseball. I invented games of baseball. I'd throw a hard rubber ball against my parents' front steps and made little rules Terry and I had a little thing where we set up stuffed animals and stuff and had a little bat and hit it. And if it didn't hit a stuffed animal, maybe it'd get a single or a double or a triple. I played baseball in the park hours and hours and hours. I played little league baseball. Terry taught me how to be a catcher, so I wanted to be where the action was. But I always turned my head when the ball hit the ground in front of me. And so Terry took one whole summer throwing the ball in the ground in front of me till I had no longer turned my head, and I turned into a pretty good little league catcher. I always wanted to go to a professional baseball game, but my dad had absolutely no interest in baseball, none whatsoever, and he never took me. But I did pull off a couple times I got to go. Once, a guy that worked for my dad, Virgil, wanted to know if he could take me to Denver to see the Denver Bears of the American Association his cousin Jerry Zimmerman was playing for the Minnesota Twins and it was an exhibition game the parent twins playing the minor league affiliate Bears and so my parents let me go and I got to meet Jerry Zimmerman what a thrill even if he wasn't a Yankee one time my uncle Sam took his son my cousin Gary and me to a Bears game and afterwards we stopped at a restaurant to have pie and I was eating my pie and all of a sudden Gary said there's a hair in my pie and so Uncle Sam ordered another piece of pie for Gary and I said well I'll eat that one so thank goodness there's a hair in Gary's pie because I got two pieces of pie that day I don't even remember the baseball game but I remember the pie. I used to throw the ball in the air clear into the night between the street light and my parents' porch lights. I could see well enough. I'd throw the ball in the air and I tried to catch it behind my back. Consequently, as I got older, one time I was trying out for a softball team and a bunch of us were out in the outfield and the guy was hitting the ball and, and I'd be catching the big long fly balls behind my back and between my legs kind of like frisbee you know and so I got to play on the softball team that year later on when we owned our department store we sponsored a softball team and I just wanted to play I didn't want to be the captain or the coach so I had a friend Dick be the, the captain and he was a good captain but we were a terrible team And we kept getting beat, and everybody was so passive and stuff. So I went, and I bought shirts and hats that were black with silver lettering. And so all of a sudden, we had the same colors as the hated Oakland Raiders. And that team became very aggressive. And we started to win some games. And you had to watch it, or we'd get in fights. But I was amazed that silver and black could do that to a person or to a team. That was a lot of fun in those couple years. But I did play softball after my baseball career was over and I grew up. I had mentioned this before in a podcast that in the mountains there was no high school baseball. So once the little league was over, you were over playing baseball until maybe you start playing softball. And there were softball leagues all over the place up there. And so I played, for years I played softball. After we moved to the Midwest, I continued to play softball, and I thought I was pretty good, and I like to play softball. played in a couple games a week, and then one time, I was up to bat. There's a couple people on base, and I could see that right field, they were playing me to pull, and they obviously didn't know me because I like to hit the opposite field, and right field was wide open. The guy was playing clear towards center, So I hit that ball right down the line, and it had a bunch of spin on it, and it took off to the right, clear out into a field. So I tried to stretch an easy triple into a home run. And as I came around third, just like our opening scene shows, I was chugging for home, knowing I could make it. The other team had this catcher. And he was about six foot three and weighed two hundred and fifty pounds, big old guy. And I slid in, and I slid right into his legs. And he had legs like trees. It was like sliding into a tree. Let me play your replay. This is Baby Boomer Tales. If I could just hit it down the right field line, that ball will go forever. Okay, here it comes. Okay, I got it. 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 I can make it home. I can't make it home. I can make it. Uh, And I hurt my little self really, really bad. I was on crutches for a month and a walking boot for several months after that. And I had a job where I had to get up and walk, meet and greet people kind of hustle a little and it was a big hardship on me and I thought I have jeopardized my entire living and my family and our home because I wanted to play some softball so needless to say that triple that I tried to stretch into a homer was the last time I ever played ball now I've played catch with grandsons a few times As I get older, that gets a little harder, and I encourage my grandchildren to play baseball. It's a wonderful game. It's a wonderful sport. If I'd had a son, I would have taken great interest if he was interested in baseball. But Of course, I didn't. I had two wonderful girls, but I do have four grandsons, and I think some of them really love baseball. Maybe I'll try to teach them how to catch it behind their back. Not that that's practical when you're playing in a baseball game. Now for a segment we call The Top 10 55 Years Ago That is the top 10 popular music of 1964 this week. Number 10 How do you do it? Jerry and the Pacemakers Number 9 bread and butter by the new beats number eight walk don't run sixty-four the ventures number seven because the Dave Clark five number six by the drifters under the boardwalk number five come on and swim Bobby Freeman Number four, by the Beatles, A Hard Day's Night. Number three, Everybody Loves Somebody, Dean Martin. Number two, The House of the Rising Sun, The Animals. And number one, for the second week in a row, The Supremes, Where Did Our Love Go? The Supremes, before they were Diana Ross and the Supremes, and the Animals, before they were Eric Burton and the Animals. I always liked those groups before the lead singer became the marquee guy. I don't know why they do that, it always kind of soured me on it. But I loved the Supremes. They were just wonderful. The whole Motown sound really struck a chord. Am my rock-and-roll beam you just can't hurry love just can't hurry love baseball went from the time I was a very young boy until where I am today almost 70 years old on my wedding day there was a baseball playoff game between the Yankees and the Royals and back then I was a Yankees fan still and I had to have runners come in and tell me the score keep me updated through the whole wedding process. My wife thought I was crazy, I'm sure. After being married to a girl from Kansas City for years, I gradually became a Royals fan, and I'm no longer a Yankees fan. Although there's a place in my heart for those old Yankee teams of and Maris and Moose Scourin and Tom Tresh and Bobby Richardson and Elston Howard and Yogi Berra, Hector Lopez and Whitey Ford, Ralph Terry, Casey Stingle, Ralph Hauk, Mel Stottlemyre. I could go on and on and on and on. Cleet Boyer. Anyway, it helped usher me in to adulthood. It is one of the things that has stuck with me from childhood. I don't go to many Royals games, but I do go once in a while. I don't play softball, like I said, anymore. But if one of my grandkids had a game and I was in a position where I could go, I would go. I've been to many grandchildren's baseball games. It's got a special place in my boyhood that carried over to adulthood. There's things like that in life. So never try to minimize something in your children or your grandchildren's lives. The fantasy and dreams they have, you just never know how that will play out for them as they grow up and have families of their own. They call baseball America's pastime, or at least they used to call it. I don't know what they call it anymore. I don't know if it's the national sport. Football has really taken over, and everyone talks about soccer, but I don't think America's ready for that. Sure, we get all excited when one of our teams does good, but it's not like watching Stan the Man come to plate. Bottom of the ninth. Two out, two on, down by one. Strike one, ball one. Strike two, ball two. Ball three. The count is full. Runners are going. There's the pitch. There's a crack of the bat. Well, my time is over. Before I leave, I want to say that my daughters played softball when they were girls. I love women's softball. Also, high school and little league and college baseball. Some of the best baseball on earth is minor league baseball it is a game that teaches a person so much how to be part of a team how to cheer for others how to see how an individual can make a difference to the whole how to lose and how to win it's a great sport i hope you enjoy it too kindness really matters Don't minimize it, take it to heart, and always be kind. I'll be back next Wednesday.